Hi, this is Wizard Opinions, episode 15. I'm Jesse Backstrom. The episode we're going to have this week is a selection of different outtakes and cutting room floor pieces from old episodes that we put together so we can make sure we had an episode out in a reasonable amount of time. So I hope you enjoy. The people you'll hear on this episode are myself, Jesse Backstrom, Alex May, and guest wizard Mark Park. Thanks. I saw recently. It's like this is from a music group called Hitchhiker. <laughs> I can't. an ad right now is it okay that i haven't seen pacific rim speaking of guillermo uh, del nope. toro no it's not it's not no, okay it. i have a poster of it in my office it's it's pretty good it's, it's a good flick it for you alex it's a good flick. so alex's well, son mark, okay? mark do you feel like this is an appropriate <laughs> movie for alex to watch with his son I can't remember if there's anything like people My do son die. Is five and a half years old. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is people die in the movie, so that's well, step one. And it depends on whether you there's know. There's little know kids that are scared in it a lot. Yeah, you there's know like, your son better than us because different kids have different yeah. triggers. You know what I mean? Like for some kid, showing them like a bunch of people getting shot is never going to affect them. But you show them like a picture of the wrong stuffed animal and they're scarred for life. Yeah, I'd say. <clears throat> Damn you, Ezra, Teddy Ruxpin. With Ezra, it's something weird. He gets more scared about weird things, like uh, like if it looked like an end. Like if I, w- I would never watch uh, uh, Dark Crystal with Ezra. Oh, like okay. that would be something that would scare the farts out of Ezra. Like seriously, he that's would a be scary scarred. movie though. Hell yeah, like, it is, e- dude. Et it's got cool. me. Et got me when I was a kid. I was terrified of Et. Yeah, that's not a joke. It like like, scarred me for. I didn't eat Reese's Pieces for a long time because I thought it would like summon (laughs) ET. Thought it would summon ET like Beetlejuice, like he could track me. (laughs) And I couldn't sleep because like the second I would be like in that floating space between falling asleep and being awake, and I would just imagine his little like Viewmaster shaped head at the end of my bed. No, (laughs) no, sorry. Elliot, Elliot, Elliot. Elliot. Have you watched as an adult and? Liked I it? did. I went back and watched No, uh, I never <laughs> liked it, but I, I went back and watched it as seven. when I was 17. I watched the full movie because uh, I had never made it past like the cornfield scene with the Reese's Pieces. That was too scary. Uh-huh. Uh, so when I was an adult, I went back and watched it. I was like, 
uh, okay, I'm glad I finished watching that movie. Still thought it was a little scary because it's drawn on the, all those old fears, but I also just didn't think it was a very good movie. Okay. So, huh. man, <clears throat> maybe I was bringing right a little now. bit of baggage to that, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's... I, I'm searching eBay right now for how much the ET VHS is. Like, oh, damn. It's but not yeah, worth it does, any... It has, like, giant monsters <laughs> killing people. So, But it's not, like, gory or bloody or anything. It's just, like, you know... It's very clear that they have died, even though it doesn't show their, like, head exploding or something. But I think the scary part was when that little girl is in the middle of the road getting left by her parents. That's that's yeah, isolation that could, that could scary. A, that could hit a yeah, kid real hard. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Well, yeah. So watch it with your daughter. Okay. Instead. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to watch you it. You might need to preview it. I'm going to need to watch can... it with Tiffany. I'm going to make Tiffany watch it with me, and then I'll watch it with Ezra if it's okay. Tiff won't like it, but that's a good way to sell it. Yeah, watch I this with, we got to have to check and see if this is okay for the kids. Come on, we got to watch it. Come <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> What's another good Guillermo del Toro video for Ezra? Uh, Thong, uh, Thongbuster Seven. We have to check that yes. out and make sure it's okay Thongbuster for the. Seven. There's. We have uh, to make sure that's on, okay for the on. kids. What's another? Oh, Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's that's Labyrinth. Great for Ezra, right? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be no. a great one for my. Uh, for my son. If Dark Crystal would mess your son up, Pan's <laughs> Labyrinth, you'd have to commit him. You <laughs> would have to be raised the by Here's a therapist. The Here's the thing about uh, there's movies Nazis like Dark in that movie. Dark Crystal does not look real, and there's something that is like you know that that's not real, and that they're aren't there like weird Jim Henson freaky puppets? puppets. In it? Yeah. yeah, hell yeah, dude! And there's that's what makes it even scarier, is because they're all puppets, and it's it's so weird, man. It is I, freaky. They're all puppets, man. They're being controlled. They're being <laughs> controlled by the Illuminati. They're all just puppets. It's all masks. Can't you see? In my mind, Guillermo del Toro is a Nazi. Yes. In my mind, when I think of Dark Crystal, it is also Labyrinth. Like those two movies, they're just yeah, they're the same. Movie. I can't separate those in my no, mind. Th there's no puppets in the Labyrinth, dude. There, yeah, there's, there's, the there's the goblins, man. The goblins. There's dude, tons look, of puppets dude, in look, Labyrinth. David yeah, Bowie, total puppet. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> he comes out on. He's like a marionette. Yeah, I wish uh, no, I had I'm a not David talking Bowie about puppet. the Labyrinth. I'm talking about Pan's Labyrinth, bro. Oh. oh. Well, yeah, he's got eyes on his hands. You don't think that's real? I'm sorry, Pan. That's why I said Guillermo uh, del Toro. He he's he's did Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. So yeah, different, different Pan's Labyrinth. So very messed up. You know, like within so, five in minutes. So in short, watch Labyrinth with your son. <laughs> hey, that's just fine. You know, a, a a story about like a weird a kid who gets kidnapped uh, by goblins. Yeah, <laughs> a, the androgynous rocker who kidnaps like. I don't know. Like, Ezra, kids. this is a documentary of my younger years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be great. You know, see, Labyrinth, that's great. Pan's Labyrinth, not good. I can maybe sell Labyrinth. Tiffany will not want to watch either one. Uh-huh. Pacific Rim might be... When I, my when I saw, parts. When I saw Pacific, Pacific Rim... Pacific Rim definitely fits into that oeuvre, though. Even though it's about giant robots fighting monsters, like it fits into that mood of movie, of like Pan's Labyrinth. I think. Mm. But when yeah, I, I saw mean, Transformers, I thought, hey, here's a Transformers that Jesse can like. Wait, which one? Because I did like the first movie. I did like the first Transformer. The second one I walked out of. Right, oh, I know that. The second one was such water garbage. Like, it was so bad. Yeah. Was that a, was that a drain sound? 
That was uh, that was me drinking out of a uh, Taco Big Bell ball. cup that uh, was previously filled with water, but it's now. <laughs> Oh, I got. We can talk about evolution. Okay. So I was, I was reading up on extinct animals, and there was one animal in particular that I came across. It's the addax, a d d a x. Yes, I've I've heard of it. And it was on one of those listicles, and it's like a, a an antelope basically with curved horns. Uh-huh. And it was on this list of ten super endangered animals or whatever, and it was saying. Oh, this tiger is so gorgeous, and it's beautiful, and it's being hunted down by men. And this crocodile is endangered because people are overhunting it because they have this mistaken belief in its mystical properties. And Oh, this animal is being killed by men. And then it gets to the Adax, and it says, This animal is going extinct, this gorgeous, majestic African animal. It's been going extinct slowly because it's a slow. It can't run very fast, and therefore predators catch it very quickly. that was the explanation and i did some research on it and that's what everyone says they're like yeah this animal's going extinct because it sucks this is a real puppy animal and it's dying out that's so weird so like i see these pictures of them tangling up their beautiful horns and really beautiful animal kind of like really lazy they're just like uh, yeah no they're not actually stuck they're just too lazy to move that's uh, yeah but really, that's what it was. That's what I was reading, is it was just like, hey, there's this awesome animal, except it's got really short legs, and it can't really run very far to, fast to get away from predators, so uh, it's probably going to go extinct, and that's just going to happen. Because it's not like they're being overhunted, it's not really special, like, they're not being poached, because no one really cares, there's nothing valuable about the animal, but they're just, they're it's just, just, cra- it's just a crappy animal. Yeah. Exactly. It's just not... And, in and comparison it, to when I was reading with... about it, they were just like, "Yeah, it's either got to basically somehow miraculously evolve something or go extinct because it's like everything you got going on here at X, it's not working. We're gonna need you to step up your game. Guess those fancy else... horns aren't doing much for you, huh? Or else you're out." And I just thought that was interesting that there was absolutely no sympathy for this animal in any. <laughs> In any biology community, they're just like, no, this animal sucks. Oh, man. <clears throat> Mark. Yeah. Mark. Mark. Mm-hmm. Mark. 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 Yeah. What, uh, what have you been doing lately in the, in the world of in the Hollywoods? Um, I, um, I don't want to sound like I'm cheating, but I am editing another podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I know podcasts are like girlfriends, All right? But I, um, there was a girl that podcasts are like girlfriends. They just keep on making noise and never listen. <laughs> we could say that we're married. We don't have girlfriends. <laughs> once, <laughs> oh, once you download one, they keep nagging you for more. Oh, hey. Mm. Um, yeah, but she's making a, a. It's like a video podcast where she interviews. Um industry professionals and she'll have somebody different every week and she's just putting it together so i'm editing her first one i'll probably edit some more later it's called entertainment unplugged um but it should be pretty good been editing that and graphic designing um i was making some logos the other day oh i wrote this down 
I was doing graphic designing. Um, this guy he wanted nails, like like old timey square nails, in the um logo. So I Google image searched square nails, and there were like fingernails. So many fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was like it was like looking at Pinterest. There was like, <laughs> and then I was like minus finger. To like hack it Boolean style. Um, oh yeah, but that didn't help that much. So it <laughs> took a lot longer than I thought. Boolean style. I like, like it. Um, what have you been doing? Who me? Yep. <clears throat> uh, dang man, I like Jesse said. I've been doing. I I've been doing a whole lot of nothing. That is like. The things that you do that you go, okay, yeah, you know what? This is something I'm about to I'm about to bring this up on the podcast. This will be good. Everything I've been doing lately is like that that has has been exciting or fun has not been related. It's all been like school stuff. I've all I, I've been working with too much school stuff lately. I pulled all this lady's teeth the other day. That was pretty cool. Wow. And, uh, I'm going to need you to do one of those on me someday. And uh, that was pretty fun and pretty, you know, pretty uh, exciting. Yes, it was very permanent. But it was cool because, you know, that was her most affordable and the most uh, realistic Sensible option. choice, yeah. And she, uh, you know, she was so relieved when everything was done. It was, uh, it was a good experience. She was hugging everybody on the way out, and uh, it was a, it was a really cool experience. It was very odd, but it was cool. Um, and you know, some feelings here and there, but yeah, I don't know. I went to a live at five in Hattiesburg the other day. That was pretty neat. Which is like, you know, when people they go outside in Hattiesburg, never heard and of them. They all get sweaty and they listen to bad music. <clears throat> oh yeah, I remember those now. Yeah. The only the so, only really interesting thing that's happened to me is I bought a weed eater, so we don't need to talk about that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh did you weed eat? No, I'm not a monster. Um I did, did you trim eat. your hedges? Can you just say can you just uh keep saying landscaping phrases suggestively for me? Hedges. You trim your hedges. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is not gonna make it on the podcast, but this is amazing. <laughs> Just because, in general, people watching videos on the internet is not good radio. <laughs> right. What? Guys, what? I have a Yahoo Answers question for you. Oh, yeah. Um, this Yahoo Answers question comes from Seelan, and mm. he asks, Is it normal to hang out with your lunch lady? <laughs> okay, so I want to go to Warp Tour with my lunch lady, but we're both still debating either or not if it's legal. So, is it? <laughs> What? And in my um, my screen, I just want to note that in my screen cap of this Yahoo Answers question, the report abuse flag is set. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, guys? Is it normal to hang out with your lunch lady? I think... I guess it depends on how cool your lunch lady is, right? And what what kind of food you get in the cafeteria. Uh, I mean, I went to Warp Tour with Miss Myrick, so... Yeah. 
Miss Mark was our lunch lady for a long time. Joel's mom. Yeah, I got the we got the hook up on some. some she wasn't some... really the lunch lady. She was she just worked at the school, so she like was in the lunch line a lot, helping out like yeah, checking she, kids off the helped. list and tapping people's heads to make sure they were still alive. She helped us get l- free lunch sometimes. Without knowing it, of course. Yeah, I think yeah. she was like she was like at the end of the line, and she would check off your name or something to say you had paid or something like that. I don't really know. Yeah, I didn't ever buy lunch, but <clears throat> I sent you the pic. I sent you the link to the to the to that guitar pedal. Yeah, that's of how awesome it is. It's pretty great. The only um, Yahoo answers that I've seen recently, I think you are you guys already talked about it. It's um. Why is my sperm so powerful? I've only been with this girl for about four weeks, but the doctor says that she's four months pregnant. Why is my sperm so potent? Well, I think, uh, you know, I I don't know. You know, like so many Yahoo Answers questions, there are a lot of questions, questions that get answered with questions, and you have to start off with, you know, what is this guy's lifestyle like? Do you eat a lot of citrus? Mm. Mm. Uh, You know... How, <clears throat> I will say, you know, is your account up to date? How often do you make deposits at this particular bank? I mean, do you eat Mexican jumping beans? Can it be like jumping a few months ahead? Hmm. <laughs> Dude, the the density and the weight of his sperm cells is such... In your, in your it... home, is it, are you outside of the regular flow of space and time? Yeah, I was about to say, it, it's it's so dense... And so, and so, uh, it, the the weight is such that uh, it is actually folding space and time around it. Yeah, because and... let me tell you, uh, your lady is not supposed to be losing weight when she's pregnant. Uh, you have deposited a black <laughs> hole inside this woman that is eating her alive. Just don't pass the event horizon; you never get it back. In in some other dimension, they're like. Uh, there's some weird, like, uterus that's just showing up in my living room, like, <laughs> from the black hole, just spewing out some strange, slow ooze of this, your, your wife's body. It's, uh, it's kind of, or your girlfriend's body. It's, it's, you, you need to understand the power of your Well, sperm. you studied biology, so I'll have to trust you. Yes. I mean, that's, that's how it works. It's The event horizon starts at the belly button. <laughs> I think the answer is reference him to the secret of the ooze. Oh yeah, yes. we just point him there. Answers all your questions. Oh, and uh, or or the peanut butter secret. If anybody have you ever have ever seen that movie. Oh, here's here's a question I bookmarked to put on the podcast. This is from uh, Yahoo Answers user Alex, whose profile picture is a wolf, and it says, "Why am I so handsome? What is wrong Ooh. with me?" Ow, nice. I want to hear. I want. I want to. I. I need this answer from somebody else. It has gone unanswered. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've just been looking at cat photos all day. Cat photos. You know, I joined a group on Facebook called Nothing But Kitty Cats, and every day I have a reason to stop following the group and every day there's a reason that I don't stop following. <laughs> I feel the same way. Uh, on Twitter I follow an account called Emergency Kittens. <laughs> and half the time it's like pictures of Rudabagum! elephants and dogs. <laughs> it's pictures of elephants and dogs. 
That's not kittens. That's not what I signed up for. Wait, half the times it is literally elephants and dogs. Elephants and dogs living together. (laughs) These elephants and dogs living together, making their own lives, just having jobs. It's elephants that are friends with dogs, elephants that don't like dogs, dogs that don't like elephants. Dogs that do like elephants. Elephants that don't like dogs. Dogs rights activists. Elephants. Dogs. Dogs rights activists with their little elephants rights activists. Twitter accounts. They're actually pretty cool. The elephants rights activists are all right. Well, you know, they just they just want respect. They don't care. You get your respect, they get theirs. They're fine with that. They're on. I was cool with them until they were backing Herman Cain, and then I was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not down with the elephants rights activists anymore. Until they supported a black man. Is that right, Alex? You were cool with them until they supported a black man. Look, I was cool with them. And look, I was I was against Herman Cain. Really, I should take that back. Because I was against Herman Cain until I found out that he quoted a Pokemon movie. And then I thought, you know. That was pretty good, that's, wasn't it? That takes a lot. It takes, that takes some real bravado to quote a Pokemon movie and to say it's a famous poet. I love that. I really deeply love that. (laughs) (laughs) So I take it all back. Oh, if anyone wants to Google that, that really happened. Yeah. Google Herman Cain Pokemon quote and then it will blow your mind. But yeah, that I, I take it all back with that. But um so elephants and dogs and then you say that you that I'm thinking that that was your reason that you sometimes want to stop following that Twitter account, right? Yeah, because I signed up for kittens. And then what happened? Then there's photos that aren't kittens. Then why do you that why do you persist? Because they do have photos of kittens, and kittens are awesome. Well, it's nothing but kitty cats group. Is it's not that I wanted it to be a lot more like like funny, but then it's just like a bunch of weird people asking like help me name my kitty cat and like posting a picture of their kitty cat and i think wow okay another one of these and i want to just not follow the group anymore but then somebody uh posts like you know some sort of a weird picture with them with their cat or they just they post in there something that's like way too deeply sentimental to just be sharing with a bunch of people that you don't know. A bunch of rando Calrissians. Yeah. Well, these aren't these aren't like your uh, this this is not your Facebook normal Facebook timeline. You know what I mean? It's like you are posting this really awkward uh, post about you and your cat on this nothing but kitty cats Facebook page. <laughs> and it makes me laugh. So, and there are pictures of cats all the time. So I stay on there. And it's called nothing but kitty cats, and that makes me laugh. So, but I don't really, I don't really recommend it. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of artists that we really like, uh, I want you to Google Ollie Moss. Real quick, because he's one of my favorite graphic designers that's operating right now. He does a lot of movie posters. 
Ali M A O L L Y M O S S. All right, Ali Moss. Oh, look, these look awesome. I love the Sex in the City two poster. Anyone listening needs to Google Ali Moss and pay very close attention <laughs> to the Sex in the City two poster. This is so good. It's oh we're not gonna gosh. describe it precisely. You're gonna have to look at it. Uh, wow, that's fantastic. What this man does with the negative space and positive space, he has like layers upon layers of neg- negative upon positive space that just, so it's like you have a background that forms a shadow for a middle layer that depicts something which is actually a background for another third <laughs> layer of negative space. He does a lot of stuff like that, and it's just, I love every single Dude. bit of it. The Return of the Jedi with uh, Darth Vader, that is freaking That one's awesome. really good. The My Friend Totoro poster. <clears throat> Let me get to that one. The Dirty Harry. I love the Dirty Harry poster. Oh, the Totoro one is really good. That would be a really cool shirt. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look that's at how crazy. well that's done. And the fact that it actually looks like Clint Eastwood, too. <clears throat> like, who... That's so simple and awesome. You that's know what, what I mean? Like, so there's good nothing at. like... That's crazy, because there's it's so not like... There's so many like that. It's not like... This is going to sound silly, but his Eat, Pray, Love poster that he did is probably one of my favorites. And if you just look at a, a lot of his work like that, he does so much work with layers of negative space and, and fitting different shapes and ideas into each other. To make like this, it's a really conservative use of visual space to convey complex ideas. Oh, dude, American Werewolf in London, that one is really, <sighs> that one's really super done good. Well. So, I have been on a kick the last few days looking at, you have to um, Google, Google this, it's dots to lines tattoo. Okay. This dude, he's in Germany. He does these tattoos that are so freaking awesome. Oh, they're like mathematical tattoos. This is weird. It looks like it was printed by a machine. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, some of them are like so well done and the tessellation just seems yeah. so uh, uniform like some of them are are nature are, are like naturistic and or you know <clears throat> typical tattoo stuff but some of them are these like complex mandelbrot Graph. sets of man this is crazy and there's that, fractals it, and sine waves and all kinds of stuff yeah so i mean I, I helped a friend design a tattoo uh, last week, which was which was fun, and it wasn't very complex, but it was still fun to do. And anyway, it got me just thinking all over again about tattoos and all these different designs and all of this cool crap that's out there. These amazing artists. Oh, you hold on, we're gonna have to do this screen share because this one just blows my freaking mind. Can't imagine. <clears throat> Just a note to anyone listening: if you're interested in Ali Moss's work, he now works for a video game studio called Campo Santo, and they have a game uh, entitled Firewatch that's coming out soon. And I am just really excited to see anything he's involved with because he's the <clears throat> art director on it, and I think this is the first he's worked on other games. 
as uh as an artist but this is his first game as lead artist and uh it really shines through like i'm i'm just in love with everything he works on so so his whole uh aesthetic approach is kind of the main thrust of like what it's going to look like he's 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 the director of yeah he's he's like the the main artist on it uh Mm -hmm. uh, presumably from what i understand and uh yeah, I just really like his aesthetic and use of negative space. I think, you know, being a, a video game is probably not going to utilize negative space as much because that's probably going to have, cool like... It would be cool if it did, though. Yeah, it would be really cool, but uh, my guess is that it won't. That would probably be too difficult to, like, <clears throat> wire in with gameplay mechanics because that's a really small studio. Yeah, it would. it would be very difficult. Yeah, but I expect it would the, be the graphics so cool. to be like similar to something like No Man's Sky, except possibly in 2D. I don't know. I it'd don't know. Cool I literally have see... no idea what it's going to be like. It'd be cool to see something like, uh, like if there was uh, a commercial or something with that use of net negative space, but having it just be animated. Maybe not gameplay in that sense, but to have uh, that use of negative space in some sort yeah. of a moving picture would be pretty fascinating. I would love to see that. That would be his... cool if you you know flipping between the uh, <clears throat> the layers of of positive and negative space and interacting with them separately. That would be really cool. I don't know um, how you would do that. Game talk with Jesse and Alex. Someone uh, contacted me on Steam today, and uh, he said, "Hey, what you know? What you should talk about on your podcast? You could talk. You should talk about the fact that Twitch bought, or or that Google bought Twitch, and you should talk about all the ramifications that have that has for Twitch, and how that's going to change change the whole market and change the atmosphere, and how it's going to affect people who use the service." I was like, uh, "Straight up, I would, except I don't care." And the guy <laughs> I podcast with care. does not know what that is. So this is true. I I know like, that he doesn't Twitch know, and I don't care. So video thing, right? We're not gonna talk about it. Yeah, it's just where you can stream video games as you play them. It's really interesting, and I like the service. I use the service, but in terms of Google buying it and changing the stuff, I'm just not that involved. I'm not involved enough in the community to really care. The only thing I care about is how much how much money was it when that they transferred for it? A few billion. You know how Google and Facebook roll. Like, oh, I bought your toothpick for a billion dollars. Thanks. <clears throat> One billion. That's weak. One billion. The hell are you Come doing, on. Google? Come on. You got boats full of robots. You're going to throw me $1 billion? Come <laughs> on. You can do better than that. Google has got a time machine. I'm pretty sure. But it only goes forward. Yes. So they can only <laughs> use it to blow the mind of Google employees. They just pick a random intern. They're like, guess what? You're going to 2046. Boom! Then he just shows up, and it's like it's so amazing. Uh, he just gets his mind blown by how how cool Google is in the future, and dies. And that's the only thing they use the time <laughs> machine for. They can't do anything useful. Go traveling to the future helps no one. You can't do anything. Yeah, traveling to the future doesn't help. Either the that, future. or they're just killing interns. They're just sending them to some apocalyptic frame in the future where <laughs> instantly die. But you're right that it doesn't help the future. Traveling to the future doesn't. Nope. Helps the past. Well, if you can get back. You just get sent to the future and you see Richard Dean Anderson. You're like, holy shit, you're still alive? Stargate. <laughs> what? Stargate, Didn't man. go far enough. <laughs> no. 
What happened to um, the mullet? I thought you were... Oh, no, no more mullet? I guess the MacGyver thing is... Well, things really went downhill after Stargate Universe, but that's okay. You're still pretty cool. <laughs> he, uh... He is pretty cool. It's Richard it's... Dean Anderson's head in a jar. <laughs> I was just thinking today about, <clears throat> like, people traveling through time and changing things, and mm -hmm. it, uh, you know, it having impacts on the present time, but having the changes be so seamless that it... You just you know, don't notice. You just don't know anything, because... Everything is just adapting seamlessly uh, as the changes occur. As the fast. changes occur, they adapt seamlessly until one day you, <clears throat> you know, you meet a nice girl, you get to know her for a few years, you get married, seven or eight years pass, you decide to have a child, and it's born, and it looks like a chicken, <laughs> and you freak out, and the doctor's just like, "What? This is this is the way babies look." Uh. Uh. uh are you sure? Yeah, this is... I mean, it's been this way for thousands of years. I don't know what you're... Ever since the great Snickers apocalypse of 563, this is how, how babies... You know what it reminds me of, though? What you were about to say was, like, uh, uh, the butterfly effect and that other terrible movie where they're like, oh, yeah, guess what? All the guys in our family can time travel. And it's, like, the stupidest, most... Un the time explained. traveler's wife is that what it is i don't know that's the only time travel there's like that and the lake house are the only two like romantic time travel movies i know about well it was just like <sighs> time traveler's wife clearly better i mean there was one you know keanu versus hugh oh shoot no contest uh, uh, uh keanu i understand that you're the one you're just not the one for me. I think I think it was called About Time. That's a dumb name. Welcome to Wizard Opinions, where Jesse and Alex Google stuff for 30 minutes. I, I want to I wanna go give a quick throwback to a, another freaky 80s movie that never... Everyone should watch, and no one should have ever made this movie. But everyone, everyone should, should watch, watch, and no one should remember. <laughs> yes. Battery's not included. It's called The Peanut Butter Solution. Peanut Butter Solution. Are you sure this was a kid's movie? I am. It was it, oh. this boy, he, gets, he goes into this abandoned house, and he gets scared. And all his hair falls out, and then some crazy old lady tells him about this recipe that has peanut butter in it, and it makes his hair start growing like crazy, and uh, it, he can't make it stop. And then all this weird stuff starts happening, and uh, the his Asian friend puts it on his testicles, and it's it was, it's really good. It's a great, great eighties movie. Okay, so the entire movie is on YouTube, and nobody's taking it down. Nice. So wait, the entire movie is. You oh see that sometimes. God. It's in parts. You know. Yes. Jordan's gonna be so. Oh, that just, if it's in parts, that's only that's just because it must have been uploaded in like two thousand and seven. Yeah, right. Back before One out of ten. Wow. There goes my day tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> I'll watch this right after I watch Idle Hands. <laughs> if you look at uh, 
number six of ten, which is just a little ways down on the list when you first search for it, uh, you see a little screenshot of his Asian, his Asian best friend. friend. Yes, and that's the guy who says, I put some of it down there. And then, like, literally, like, flowing hair is growing out of his pant leg. It's really a mess. <laughs> it's a messed up 80s movie. I'm not going to lie. I am not going to lie. You know, they had, <clears throat> they had a lot of courage back then that we don't see these days. <laughs> Jack Sparrow isn't putting peanut butter back. Oh, so wait. That's very interesting. It's it's something that humans should watch. I'm a human, so maybe I'll do that. Did you do an intro for the show today? Ah, maybe. Korea. <laughs> this is one of the truly strangest things I've ever seen, Mark. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Sit, Boo Boo, sit. Good dog.